Welcome to Your Supernova Moment, a podcast about burnout. I'm Maggie Supernova, your very own burnout prevention and recovery coach, and I'm here to help you make sense of stress and burnout in 2022. In this podcast, I'm retracing the steps of my own burnout recovery journey in order to help you with yours. When a massive star burns so hard and so brightly that it burns out, it goes supernova. Out of the chaos, a brand new star emerges. It's a rebirth, a reset, an opportunity to start over. That's exactly what my burnout was for me, and it can be like that for you too. So let's get started. Welcome to Your Supernova Moment, a podcast about burnout. Hi everyone, welcome back. How are you doing? It's so weird doing a podcast and having these like, one-sided conversations. I love when I get messages from you guys saying that you're listening in the car or on the tube or wherever you are. It makes me feel a little bit less alone and weird for just sitting here talking at my laptop. So how are you doing this week? And what is bringing you here to your supernova moment today? It's likely that if you're here, you're going to relate to today's subject. If you're listening to a podcast about burnouts, then you're maybe, or maybe definitely, somewhere in the burnout cycle. But what is the burnout cycle? Let's explore that today. Here's what happens when we get stuck in the burnout cycle. We burn out. We hit the wall. We think, I've got to get out of this. So we make some sort of surface level change like quitting our job or moving or leaving a relationship, whatever it is. And then we go somewhere else. And for a minute, maybe it feels better. It feels great. It's new. It's different. We're focused on learning, acclimating, making new connections. However, it doesn't take long before we start making those same mistakes. Bad habits come back like taking on too much, like people pleasing, like never saying no, not setting boundaries, all those things, they come back. The burnout cycle looks like this. We're either at risk of burning out, we're burning out right now, or we're burned out and we're trying to recover. And if we don't actually make some super deep down below the surface level kind of change, We're right back in that place of being at risk of being burned out and then we're burning out and then we're trying to recover and so on and so on, it carries on. I can look back now and see how I was stuck in that cycle for years. I go right back to maybe college, like pushing too hard, then overdoing it, then losing the will, then crashing out and then doing something else. All through my 20s with work, I actually took a month off because of burnout in my mid-twenties that I totally forgot about until recently. But when that happened, I made no changes and I just went back in harder than ever. At work, every time I would lose the will and look like I was going to leave, maybe, I'd have someone dangle a carrot to get me to stay. Some exciting new project that I would love, something I would get obsessed with, so I would stay and it would be exciting for a while, but then I'd end up hating it again. So... I kept getting stuck in that cycle until the ultimate carrot was dangled and I took the big job that nearly killed me and I ended up hating that too. But finally, 
After the cycle completed and completed again and again, this time the burnout was bad enough that it forced me to finally take action. Because you see, the burnout cycle gets worse every time it completes. Every time that burnout happens, it hits harder because you are running on empty by this point. You aren't resilient. You've just changed your environment, but you've not actually healed anything beneath the surface, which is why we can go rocketing back to that bad place so quickly. Here is the missing piece. If you've been stuck in this cycle of burning out, making some kind of surface level change and then being okay for a bit before ending up burning out again, listen up. You have got to tackle the root. I've been doing some gardening lately. It's one of those new hobbies that I actually make time for now. It's ridiculously satisfying and it is hard work. And some days I go too hard and then I can't move the next day, so I'm finding that right balance. But anyway, one of the things I've been doing is clearing nettles and docks. There's this nice sized patch of land that I'm turning into a kitchen garden, and it started off as this just big mess of weeds and nettles, and so I've been out with my garden fork and truck, and I've been digging out and pulling up all these bastard things. To begin with, I was just grabbing the nettles and pulling them out. But a week later, I'd come back and already these little baby nettles were popping up in the same place. So I got to digging. And my God, those roots go so deep. Once you find one and they're like thick and woody and they just will not move. So you have to dig the next bit of earth and pull a bit more up and then dig the next bit and pull a bit more up and so on and so on. And finally, you're able to pull out this three foot long twisting root of hell that is actually just keeping all of these nettles going. And finally, that little bit of ground is clear until you find the next bunch. This is what it looks like when we get under the surface of our burnouts. The nettles on top are just the symptoms. Beneath the surface is the root. And we've got to tackle that root because if we don't, the weeds just come straight back. When I got under the surface of my burnouts, I found some seriously deep roots. Anxiety was one and fear was another. Fear was a big one, actually. With anxiety, it was less the anxiousness, but more the broader experience of anxiety and what that actually means, the spiraling thoughts and the compulsions and the mess that comes with all of that, the lack of understanding of what having anxiety actually means was an underlying issue for sure. On a practical level, I had no boundaries, none at all. And I was weirdly proud of my lack of boundaries. My mindset was seriously unbalanced. My identity was defined entirely by external validation and the appearance of success. And I was so overly emotionally invested in my work that I lost all perspective for what actually mattered to me. And I cared so much about what everyone else's opinion of me was that I forgot to actually pay attention to my own. So as well as dealing with the practical recovery stuff, like resting, resetting my brain and my nervous system, stepping physically away from the stresses and triggers and the damaging environments that I'd been in. I also had to come to terms and deal with those underlying root issues as well. This was not easy. It'd be nice if it was easy, wouldn't it? It was not easy, but it was rewarding. I had to learn to accept that a lot of things that my mind and body does, the way it reacts, is because of my anxiety. And instead of trying to fight that, I had to learn how to manage it, 
understand it, befriend it, instead of treating it like a problem to overcome or ignore. I had to get under the surface of that need to please, that lack of self-worth, and show some kindness and learn how to practice radical self-compassion and start to forge an actual relationship with my deeper inner self. And if that sounds wanky, it's because it is, but whatever. A bit of woo-woo is good for you guys. I had to completely redefine my understanding of enoughness. I had to let myself fail and practice being okay with failing and not only being okay with it, but finding the positive outcomes that came with that failure. I had to stop giving a shit what people thought of me. In a way, it was really easy to disappear off the face of the earth to work on this stuff, especially when COVID came along a few months into my recovery and meant that I didn't actually have to see anyone or answer any difficult questions about what I was doing or where I was going to go next. Everybody kind of had their own stuff going on. I remember once I got further into recovery and I did start sharing my story then, my therapist at the time was like, why do you feel the need to do that? Why can't you just live your life? You don't have to talk about it or write about it. You can just live it. And at the time, that pissed me off, actually. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm an artist. You don't understand. This is part of my process. This is how I deal with stuff. By sharing and making some kind of art out of pain. By, you know, helping people see themselves in the stories I'm telling and saving them from the same dark days that I've had. And so I had to unpick that and let myself be for a little while. I did spend some time off social media, not writing, just living. And I came out the other side with balance and insight and understanding. I do write and share and talk to you and create content because it helps me as part of my own process of healing. And I also do it because I love that it helps other people. And I love the way that that feels. I can just live my life without doing this but I don't want to. And I listen to what I want these days. Anyway, I've gone off track, but my point is I actively worked on not giving a crap what other people think. You see, I see who clicks on my links on LinkedIn and who reads my posts and who listens to these episodes. And it was really hard to post things on that platform in particular to begin with, because it really was just the work world. But it was also freeing to be able to be like, here is me writing something that I actually feel, that is my experience, that is actually true, that isn't filtered to make sure it won't upset you or get me in trouble or get someone else in trouble. Well, maybe it's a little bit filtered. (laughs) If I was completely unfiltered, well, I probably would be in trouble. But anyway, it's enough. I've pushed those boundaries in a way that has made me feel good and I've not pushed too far. And I am taking every day as it comes. The burnout cycle will grab you and it will keep hold of you if you let it. But if you decide I'm getting out of this cycle and you actively take the steps to get out of it to address those root issues one by one, bit by bit, with baby steps or in giant strides depending on your circumstances, that's when you can start to make real change and see what else is out there. So if you take something away this week, let it be this. That burnout cycle, where are you in it? Are you at risk of burning out? Have you burned out before? Are you burning out right now? Where are you in it? And acknowledge that you are in it. 
Remember, if you're burning out right now, you can hop over to my burnout SOS episode for some immediate action. Don't try and get under the surface of this stuff when you are boiling alive in the pot. It's going to overwhelm you. But if you're somewhere else in the cycle, then take a moment to think about what those root issues might be. What are the patterns that you see repeating? What is beneath the symptoms? What is making you stressed? Not the stressor, not the emails or the phone calls or the to-do lists. What's beneath it? Why can't you shake it? And it can honestly be really helpful to get into this stuff in therapy. But if that is not a thing for you right now, let me recommend something to you. I recommend that you get a copy of this new book, Dr. Julie Smith's Why Has Nobody Told Me This Before? You might have seen Dr. Julie and her beautiful face and her beautiful hair and her beautiful Instagrammable home on your reels or on your TikToks. She's written this book and it's very, very helpful. It's the stuff that therapy sometimes reveals that is actually really simple. Her whole premise for this book is that she can't believe that people are coming to therapy and spending so much time on these things that they could already know and that could already be making significant shifts in their lives. She started sharing this content for free on social media and now it's in a book. It's not to say that you don't need therapy, but it's something that can save you time and money by giving you the headlines so that you can read this book, you can start making differences yourself, and then if it's available to you, you can delve deeper in therapy and really get your money's worth. And remember, if all of this seems too overwhelming and too much, you can come and chat with me anytime. Let's have a free 30-minute session. We can talk about your stress, your situation, the burnout cycle, and what you need to get out of that cycle and start tackling those root underlying issues that are contributing to this recurring pattern. It's never just internal stuff. There's always practical external stuff as well. So let's chat about it all and find that balance for you. Head to maggiesupernova.com and book your call whenever there's availability. Come join my Facebook group, sign up to my newsletter, follow me on Instagram at maggiesupernovacoach and just soak up whatever you need. And if you like this podcast, wherever you're listening, maybe consider subscribing if you haven't already so you never miss an episode and leave a rating and a review and let me know what you think. If you're listening right now, screenshot and share and tag me when you do and help me to grow this little audience and start to reach more people so we can keep working to beat this burnout thing for good. So that's it from me this week. Think about where you are in the burnout cycle and then let's see you next week for another episode of Your Supernova Moments, a podcast about burnout. Burnout.